say to go this way, you should rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know about you, but I woke up this morning, my very first prayer was, thank you, Jesus. My second prayer was, let the Cowboys win tomorrow night. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God is a miracle-working God. Well, good morning. It's so nice to see each and every one of you. My goodness, first thing I want to do is I want to say thank you to each and every one of you that supported our youth group on Friday night. It was a wonderful success. We had a lot of fun, uh, and there were many different winners. You say, did the youth group win? No, we didn't win, but it was a lot of fun. And thank you for supporting us in that. So your contribution, your love, your support is a great, strong message for you to get behind them, to be with them, and to support them going off to camp and growing in grace in the business of the Lord. So thank you for that. Uh, all together, you can raise a substantial amount, and so we thank you for that and helping your kids get to that winter camp. All right. With that being said, I do have an opportunity I want to share with you today. We want to share it with you a little bit on Wednesday night. This is coming from Kitner Oak Hills Baptist Church, a wonderful people, sister church there. They have a Pinewood Derby race. And that's going to actually happen on March 25th. So you can get your car to contact the office. If you want to race it, you say, what age is there? Uh, to kindergarten up to 12th grade, you can be a part of that race. That race day is going to be March 25th. You get your car, they're $6 a piece. They're not CO2 cars, it's just a Pinewood Derby race. You roll it down the ramp, and of course the winner gets the prize uh, and, and gets bragging right. But it's a lot of fun. If you're interested in that, uh, you can build your own car uh, according to specifics and according to what's legal and what's not legal, and uh, you get to race in that way. They do have a workshop day coming up on February 18th. They'll actually help you and cut your car out for you if you have a hard time with that. And so if you're interested, let Monica know in the office, and we got to get that order in by January 22nd. They call it $6 a piece. I said it's open from kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade. And so I think my board is good. They've usually done it before, so if you're interested in racing in that, we would love to see you and help you get that car in there. All right. So with that being said, what else is going on at Robert's Avenue Baptist Church? Well, number one, if you're visiting with us, we want to say welcome. If you're visiting with us online, we also want to welcome you. Actually, consider being a part here with us in the sanctuary to find and experience what God is doing. The Bronx Avenue Baptist Church, come and be a part of that. Uh, if you'll take the time to fill out the little business card we'll find in front of you, so we can have a record of your visit. We would greatly appreciate that. Place an offering, place comes around. Uh, that's how we'll know that you've been here and joined in with us. All right, so we do have some upcoming things at Bronx Avenue Baptist Church. Number one, you probably noticed in your bulletin you have an insert, and that means you are invited to join Kaylee O'Donnell and Jordan Morton for their nuptials this Saturday, January 21st, here at Rock Avenue Baptist Church, at 12 o'clock, and I can't wait to be a part of that. I'm excited about it. Pray for me in it. It's been my first time to be a father-in-law, so I am excited about that and also very, very, very nervous in that. Uh, so that's going to happen on the 21st. I'm sorry, what? Yes, I do have the important job of being the father of law. Don't worry about playing for that, see? She doesn't need it. <laughs> Pray for me. Pray for me. <laughs> All right. So that's going to happen there. Um, with that being said, church, we do have a system upcoming event. Uh, prayer breakfast is going to be on January 28th at 7 a.m. It's 
different, very special time in the life of a believing family. So some will ask, uh, Brother Tony, God hasn't blessed them. And you probably know they've come this morning and said they want to dedicate young brick church to God. So I'm going to ask you, you'll support them in that. You'll pray for them in that. You're going to love them in that. You say amen. Now, you know what? A baby dedication is very special. A lot like a baptism, but it's also a lot like a wedding. I'm going to ask you some questions. you got to say, I do it. All right, Brother Tori.
so when the plates came by, I took my own to my left hand. Now, we're asked if you would do that symbolically. Let's give it that child. We're not going to pass the plate around now. Let's pray to God. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't stop right now. That'd be a good sermon, wouldn't it? <laughs> Some of you are like, yeah, that would be. <laughs> well, good morning. It is so good to see each and every one of you. I love it when we worship, and I love it when we worship with us. And we can feel that spirit fall, and I want to thank you for that. Thank you for being a part once again, I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting your youth group being out with us Friday night. Give it up for Friday uh, to support your youth group. That was a blessing to me, a blessing to Betsy, and a blessing to your youth group. God bless you in that. Thank you so much for being a part of that. If you have your Bibles with you, I want to ask you to turn up your page to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5. We look at the second part of our sermon series. Someone who had 
no hope. Somebody had no future. Somebody had no hope. All of a sudden, I got reason. I got purpose. I got people. I got a family. I have a God who loves me. He sent his only begotten son for me. On top of that, he gave me his Holy Spirit. You know what? I'm the happiest guy in the world. Oh, our God is good. We did learn last week. I love that miracle. Uh, probably one of my favorites in the New Testament. But we're all kind of favorite. But that one really strikes me. Uh, and carrying that boy to the place to bury him, and Jesus sent a rock to his perception. He reached out and touched him. That little deer or that coffin. And he said to that boy, you're welcome. You're welcome. We also learned that Jesus has authority. Thank you. 
was the administrator of that facility. He wasn't always the rabbi, but I guess he was. And the time he was. Well, just like today, rabbis are important to the How many of you know this spiritual truth? Everybody wants to be a priest, and everybody wants to stand by the pulpit and say, "This is what you should do." Of course, it probably will, but it's 
they want to turn a five-minute story in your Bible into a 55-minute episode. There's going to be some drama added into it. Of course.
give you some statistics that stagger you. Did you know the average American will stand in line in their lifetime about five years? That's a long time of line standing. Let me tell you something else. What happens when somebody cuts the line?
bread, and we'll get back to that some other time. But today, it's not all that important. Uh, let's see, you put a blue thread in the tassel on the corner. It's not a thread.
On the way, we were going to the office. On the way there, 15 people interrupted us. And we're like, that's what happened. Imagine, imagine Jesus. Jesus is on his way. It's a crowded street. And Jairus is down. He believes his hope, his answers. He believes the correction to the problem is on his way to his house right now. And out of a sudden, this woman shows up and she your question, church? How would that make you feel? How would you feel if he stopped to talk to this lady who's not really in emergency, who's not really on the verge of dying, stopped to talk to her, and your little girl goes on to heaven? How does that make you feel? Remember now, God has already had to humble himself to come to Jesus. That was something. In fact, all of you have this new scholars in the church in the church. And Peter's black hand, they five the Roman. The Roman was like, what? You're not allowed to touch me? What? He wasn't. He wasn't. From the first time a Jewish rabbi took my hand, he went immediately to the sink and washed it right in front of me. And I was like, Her blood was stopped. She 
immediately. How many of you know something about the name of God? We've been singing today about the name of God. We said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. We said, worship His holy name. We praise His name. We want to cast our crowns at His feet, the blessed name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. If you're hurting right now, if you're looking for an answer right now, if you're looking for a way out right now, you need the name of Jesus. My Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. There's no other name given under heaven by which men must be saved. Jesus is His name. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. She got the name of God in her hand, and she got healed. You need to get the name of Jesus in your mouth, in your heart, in your life, and watch what He can do. If He can bring a little girl back to life, if He can heal an older woman, He can change what's going on in your life. Why? Because He's Jesus.
Hope to see y'all this evening. Shalom.